No, I didn't actually attempt. Um, I haven't gotten to that point, I guess. The courage, the strength that it takes to be open and honest about this. Instead of just, you know, blaming myself that he's not here anymore. Uh, I was prepared to shoot myself. Um, and I called my family sort of say goodbye to be honest i was scared reaching out for help because i was like this could totally ruin my career somebody to have a more proactive approach and that he was coming to me to be that person they found him and he committed suicide i just started screaming i just felt responsible What's going on, everybody? I am Tim Lawson, host and founder of the One Too Many Veteran Suicide Podcast and Project. This is another story that I'm bringing to you. This uh, this episode is going to feature Marine veteran Chad Downing. Uh, for for those of you that recognize that name, Chad uh, created a song um, in conjunction and in tribute to the One Too Many Project. I asked him to uh, to create a song, sort of to represent the project, and it was a part of our launch efforts uh, last year to, to have this song to sort of go in theme with it and, and reach uh, new audiences, and I believe it turned out really well, and I decided to talk to him about the, crea- the creative process he went through uh, addressing veteran suicide and emotional health within, uh, in his own life, and he gets gets a little more personal on things that, were ha- that have happened to him in his life and, and where he is emotionally. So uh, here's Marine veteran Chad Downing. Chad, you are you're here to talk to us about the song Live that you wrote and, uh, I don't know, recorded and performed for the One Too Many Veteran Suicide Project. And I thought it'd be a good idea to have you on and talk about you know what that creative process like, like? Like what what approach you took to it? What it meant to write this sort of song? Um, I've already given the the audience sort of a, a background on how we came about to getting you to do this song. So we can just start talking about you know what uh, you know when I first approached you. You know what were some of the first ideas that were coming into your head? Well, the first idea was you calling me saying, "Hey, I need that song tomorrow. So, <laughs> uh, you better have it done." That was my first thought, so I was like, yeah, this guy's Tim serious, so I better not mess around. But no, uh, seriously, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I had to just, uh, I had sat down and I had to like think about, I don't know, it just, I heard the beat, and once I heard it, uh, it just came, it kind of came to me. I knew that was, if I was going to write something on that subject matter, uh, I was going to be to that production, and then... I don't know, it just naturally came out of me. It's like the words kind of wrote itself. As cheesy as that sounds, like, that sounds like a, like some other cheesy line that a poet would say, but <laughs> it just, I don't know, it just came out of me and it, I just went over different accounts that happened over uh, my own experiences. And you, uh, was, uh, you, you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, in, in the song, you mentioned your friend, um, you know, who who died uh, in an event of, of daisy chain IADs going off um, and that he was only 19. You know, what did, you know, 
Anybody who's not in the military would assume that that, you know, just scars you. And I'm, and I'm sure it's, uh, you know, it's not pleasant to, to think about. But I mean, how, how long after that event were you sort of mentally and emotionally affected? Uh, I guess for, for quite a while, actually. I mean, still it bothers me. It still chokes me up thinking about it. Um, I went as far to get the guys to, to get his name tattooed on me because that was one of my good friends. I was pretty close with him. It was, uh, when I actually started off my military career, we went to boot camp, went to MCT, and we went to, to our, our MOS school together. And then we stayed in contact, uh, throughout his short time within the Marine Corps. And we were pretty close. I met his grandmother, his grandfather. I knew, uh, his, he actually joined with his, uh, his cousin Steve. And I, I became acquainted with everybody. And we, we were all pretty close. Um, and when that happened, it was, it was pretty devastating to me. I mean, you know, here I am, a uh, young, impressionable kid, brand new in the Marine Corps. Like, you know, when you're young in the Corps, you're super moto. So I'm like, yeah, this is my brother. And I really did believe it. And I still felt that way. And I was like, I remember him making fun of us. He was saying, oh, you guys are going to die and all this stuff. Like, we, we were just, we were really close. And then, uh, unfortunately, like, I had spoken with him in December. And then, uh, right before he deployed, and then February came around, that's, that's when that incident happened. How did you, how did you get the news? Honestly, uh, what sucks is I didn't get the news till, till months later, because, uh, one of the, I was friends with one of the, uh, uh, a young Marine that, a female Marine that he was involved with, and she had told me about it. We actually were all stationed in Okinawa together, and she, I didn't find out till, till June. Or I want to say it was either June or July where I found out. And I was like, nah, you're kidding. So immediately I, I was like, send, I started calling. And I don't know why I was calling. That was me being irrational. I guess that was like the initial like panic of, nah, this can't be right. Because if he was deployed, he wouldn't have a cell phone anyway. But uh, I called, left him a message. I said, hey, call me back when you get this. And yeah, just that, that kind of rocked my world for a while. And, you know, it took some time to, to get over. Well, not get over, but to, to cope with uh, that this guy I was extremely close with is no longer around. Yeah. That was kind of like, um, I mean, it wasn't the first time, I, first time I had somebody close to me pass, but it was the first time it was somebody outside of my family who I accepted to be my family who had passed away from me. So, um, you know, one of the, one of the lines in the song, uh, the doctor tells me, um, I got some demons living in me. I told him, uh, he ain't never been there with me. Uh, you know, tell us, tell us about, about that line and how that resonates with you. Well, anybody who's ever dealt, who's ever had a counselor for, um, for, you know, dealing with, uh, post-traumatic, uh, related incidences, they'll, They'll tell you that there's a frustra a level of frustration when dealing with uh, the counselor because it's like, hey doc, uh, I'm about to tell you some really personal things that you know bother me and I don't know you from a can of paint and uh, you know you don't you're not gonna be able to relate so just please like shut your mouth and don't <laughs> try to, don't say anything to me like oh I understand because you don't because you haven't been there and if you have then very well that you have your own struggle you relate to it your own way but yeah. i'm dealing with it my own and it, it's just like and it's not just with those incidences but it's uh anything personal to you that 
sometimes you just don't want anybody to say anything because, you know, regardless of how they perceive it to be, how the severity of it, they they don't know exactly how you feel about it. So you just you might want them to just, you know, not say anything. When uh, when did you receive counseling? Uh, for for a while, um, I received counseling, but I, I guess I started uh, when I separated in 2011. Was it was it related to your time in the military? No, it was. Uh, well, I guess I guess essentially it was, but it was uh, just other counseling for other things, and I, I tossed some of that in there, like. I had a mixture of uh, problems going on in my life Got it. that I felt like I needed to talk to somebody about. Did it help? Uh, I guess. I mean, I'm here. I'm okay. <laughs> so, I guess I had a degree of success. But Yeah, I mean, I guess that's how you measure success when it comes to those sorts of things, right? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I've definitely, uh, I've had, I've, I've dealt with, like, you know, some emotional struggles, but. I've, I've just kind of tried to suck it up and keep it going. Yeah. Have you, um, have you ever contemplated suicide? Unfortunately, yes, I have. I actually, I actually suffer from depression and I used to have it like bad when I was a kid. And then, um, you know, just my general upbringing, uh, kind of deepened it and then, going to the military, I guess, and then deploying and, and, you know, incidences that outside of like deployments have just compounded on top of that. How do you, how do you deal with your depression now? Uh, I'm just, sometimes I, I get these little spurts. My wife knows that I'll just need to be left alone for a couple of days and I'll just need to remind myself of all the good things that I have in my life. And I have to, you know, just regiment my schedule where I won't be, I'll be preoccupied and I won't have any downtime. I'll just preoccupy myself with something. Yeah. Have you, did you ever attempt? Uh, no, I never, I can't say that I haven't, but I, I haven't had any serious attempts. I've had some like serious contemplations and then like, so what's an example of a mild attempt? Like getting drunk and putting a gun in my head and then saying, you're a pussy, you won't do it. And then thinking about it and then not doing it. <laughs> well, I'm glad, I'm glad that you insulted yourself and then realized that, that, that you weren't like, weren't gonna do it. I, mean, I don't mean to laugh about it, but. Uh, no, it's all, no, it's all, I mean, either you laugh or you're crying. Yeah. You laugh about it. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I always feel awkward when I start when, when there, there was a, a few episodes ago, uh, I think it was Andrew O'Brien, we were talking about, like, how you kill yourself, and we were, like, chuckling about how, like, when you want to kill yourself, you're, like, trying to find, you think of these ways, you're like, no, that sounds, like, that sounds painful, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, I mean, so let's, you know, this doesn't have to be, you know, too long, I just, I wanted people, uh, you know, the song, you know, has gotten a lot of exposure, a lot of the people inside my network enjoyed a lot, we're, you know, we're hoping to, um, create a video for it in early 2015 there's going to be a kickstarter released on that uh in january and i wanted you know listeners to to learn a little bit more about you know what you know what you went through writing this how how the songs sort of you know direct you know where some of these lines come from so you know last you know what did what did it mean to you know to be you know i i came to you first you're the first person that i came to to uh to do this song and 
Um, one, because I'm a huge fan of yours, and two, I knew that uh, of all my, you know, friends that you would have done, you would have done this subject justice. Um, you know, so what it, what did it mean to you to to be able to follow through and and, and do this project? Uh, I'm just honored to be a part of it. I, I definitely, this is something that definitely needs uh to it needs some awareness raised. Um, it's not that people aren't aware of it. It's just about you know trying to be proactive and helping people prevent this from taking place. And I, it's hard. This is something that's not like it's not like a definitive thing that you could stop. Yeah, it's something that's intangible that you know you have to combat with other intangibles. Uh, it's it's a really difficult problem with uh with our veterans, and it's something that I mean if you look back in time, it's unfortunately it's typical when we're in wartime. Um, and the only thing there there really isn't. I'm glad that awareness has been raised and that it's addressed as a, a serious issue. Because before, it was just like, oh, he's shell-shocked. Let him be. I mean, those guys from the time before, like World War II, World War One, they didn't even know it was a thing. They were just like guys who were who didn't recover mentally from it. And it was just like, oh, well, chalk it up to the game. Yeah, yeah he's old crazy Joe. You know, he ain't been right <laughs> since the war. Like, that's how they chalked it up. But now, you know, there's so many programs and so many different things and people who are trying to raise awareness. Um, but I... But the go back to the original question. Uh, I just felt, you know, honored, and I, I definitely want to play my part in trying to, you know, do something positive for people. Because I I know there's someone out there who's definitely felt like the uh, the song is really it's like aggravation. It's like me uh, verbally arguing with myself and like saying I have problems and th- these are the problems and this is what I'm dealing with. Yeah. And I just, it was like just letting out that frustration that I know a lot of veterans, you know, even non-veterans, that people who, who just may have uh, serious issues in their life, that they, they can relate to that frustration. Yeah. And, yeah, they're this, not alone. This was, uh, you know, you don't you don't talk about your military, um, your military, or your veteran status, or your, your military service much in your music. Was this an opportunity to get a release that you haven't otherwise been able to get in your music? Uh, yeah, that's another thing. Like, I definitely, I, I'm not. It's not that I'm not proud of it. I'm just, I don't know. It's I don't want to come off like I'm trying to capitalize on my military background. Like, I, I wouldn't want to seem like a profiteer. Yeah. Like a profiteer from, uh, you know, veteran, the previous veteran or my veteran career. Well, very well, Chad. I, I, it's always a pleasure talking, man. You and I have done like half a dozen interviews together, and it's funny that I didn't even think about doing this one um, until just now, even though we've spent the better part of this year working on this song. Um, but I, I really appreciate you, uh, you know, opening up and, 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 and admitting to some of the struggles in your life, and, and I definitely appreciate uh, you coming through and, and creating this song. I know everybody's enjoying it. Well, I definitely, uh, I can't say I enjoyed making it because it was a painful process to relive, but I'm, I'm glad that I, I got a chance to get it out there for other people to hear and relate to. And I thank you for, for even giving me the opportunity and thank you for, you know, having that program that, you know, you're speaking on. It's a great thing that you're doing. It's, uh, and you're a young veteran yourself. I'm glad it's not like an out. I mean, nothing wrong with a, a non-vet, but I, I love when people inside the community can do for others, you know, each Absolutely. one to each one. 
Absolutely. I look forward to, to making this video with you early next year. Yeah, let's get it done. Oh, another thing, uh, real quick. You said we've spoken like a half a dozen times. That sounds like a lot, but it, it's just like six times. Yeah. It's not that, that many times. <laughs> that's why, that's why I say half a dozen instead I know, of. it sounds like a lot. Yeah. People are like, oh, half a dozen times. Man, that's, that's a whole bunch. That guy's talked to him, uh, at least six times. But, yeah. No, uh, well, I mean, like, a fit, like, record it. You and I have talked probably hundreds of times. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, like on a podcast, and and what's funny is they've only they've all been different shows. Only, only two of them have been for the same show. The rest of them have been for different shows. So um, that's uh, that's why I'm, that's why I think it's significant. No, no, I'm just I'm just busting your chops. I'm joking. I know, I know you but, like to do that. Yes, I do. <laughs> all right, all right, Chad, take it easy. All right, bro. That little conversation with Chad really brought together some of my favorite things uh, to talk about and. Uh, one of them being music, one of them being creative process, uh, one of them being um, exploring emotional health, and then, you know, the other one, of course, being addressing this crisis of, of veteran suicide. So, again, I have to thank Chad for, for joining me on the show. Chad and I are, we want to create a music video uh, for his song. And for those of you that haven't heard it, I'm actually going to finish today's podcast with the song uh, so you can get a chance to hear it. But we've just launched a Kickstarter in order to uh, raise some money to to fund this uh, this music video, and we're really hoping that we can motivate other people, inspire them to use their creative outlets to address this topic. Uh, so, if you're interested in contributing or you'd like to check out what we're doing, you can go to onetoomanyproject.com/kickstarter. It's O N E the number two, miniproject.com slash kickstarter. That'll actually bring you right to our Kickstarter page where you can check out our campaign. Thank you so much for listening. This is Chad Downing's song, Live, that he wrote in tribute to the One Too Many Project. Thank you for listening. See you tomorrow. Around, go ahead and make it on top. Do all my different tours, I done seen some shit for sure, but somehow my heart ain't stopped. I gotta live. I gotta live. I gotta live. I gotta live. Heavy as a brick upon my chest. Can't sleep at night, my mind state is a mess. Johnny Jack and Jim get me through when I'm stressed. Man in the mirror got me fearing what is next. I remember like it wasn't like this. I wish that I didn't have to write this. Pain in my heart from the shit I seen. Suicide vest from the Mujahideen. Lost my best friend back in 07. Daisy Chain took his life, nothing left to bury him. It was hella scary then, wish it was a dream. This past his birthday, he was 19. I gotta live for a purpose, even though some mornings I wake up feeling worthless. Not to say I got some demons living in me. I tell that motherfucker he ain't never been there with me. Keep all opinions to yourself. 
Everyone's an expert when it comes to mental health Doctors write prescriptions soon as preachers go from scripture I've been living with some issues, I've been coping with some niggas When there's all my ups and downs, I will probably mess around Go ahead and make it on top Through all my different tours, I done seen some shit for sure But somehow my heart ain't stopped I gotta live I gotta live I gotta live I gotta live. I gotta live.